0: This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592, or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, May the 13th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. It's a Friday edition, and I'm your guy, Friday. And we're broadcasting live from the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona. And I hope this finds you well. My name's Eric Sederstrom, founder of this company. Started broadcasting all 23 years ago and still running here. And uh, they let me come in on Fridays and... Expouse what's been bothering me, and let's face it, everybody's entitled to my opinion. Summer is setting in in the Valley of the Sun. We're expecting a high of about 167 degrees with drifting and blowing sunshine all weekend. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. They offer gold and silver to the masses. 1 800 and you can also head out 24 7 365 on the information superhighway to allamericangold.com. allamericangold.com, updated daily by Joe Jaquant. He does a wonderful job. He's got prices and news. He's sitting here right now updating allamericangold.com. He just got off the phone with the server, which uh, whoever we got this from, is it GoDaddy? There he is. It's GoDaddy. The show's about ready to explode. I'm about ready to slap the snot out of somebody. We have a, you know... Well, you can order online. You've been able to order online for years. And, uh, In other words, you can go there and you can say, all right, I want a, I want Point a, click. I want a U.S. $20 Liberty. How much are they today? Click, click, click. Bada boom, bada bing. That's a New York term. And wait, just stare. Along with yada, yada, yada. Right. If you're, if you're east of us, just stare at the western sky for about a week or so until the postman rolls up and here's your coin. How about that? So... That still amazes me. You know, uh when we started this company before the internet and I think about well being a guy Friday, we've had a lot of Fridays around here. We used to have free call Friday. Now we had a Sprint account, which our eight hundred line would come in on the Sprint account and uh they decided since we were such good customers that they would let us make free outbound calls on Fridays, but you know, we always advertised we'll never call you, so we just called our friends. And then there was Jack Daniels Friday, and, right. and now we've we're down to Guy Friday, um, your Guy Friday. So it's been an interesting couple of decades around here. Thanks for tuning in. You know, there's still people out there that have been listening for 20 years, and uh, I appreciate that. I am now a grandfather, which uh, that's got to be the news of the week. Da, 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 da. So my wife says we're going to the hospital to see little Emma. Little Emma, my new granddaughter. And uh, she looks at me, and I'm wearing flip-flops. And it's like 6 o'clock, and I'm just taking my time crossing the parking lot. And she goes, come on. And I go, I don't have to hurry anymore. I'm a grandfather. I have an excuse. So, But really, the uh, the one thing that I wanted to talk about today... The one thing that's on everybody's mind, it's just been one of those years, and it is a talking point now as the summer is progressing, and I know we're all just going to be immersed in this. And it's the battle of the century that's shaping up. And I know you think you know what I'm talking about. Of course, I'm not talking about Trump versus Clinton. Even though I don't think that Clinton really can beat Sanders. So that deal's not over yet. I'm talking about Batman versus Superman. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm laughing because I actually saw the movie. You did? Yes. So the movie came out, and of course, I don't really go... I wait for movies to come out on the television, but uh, I I was staying up late at night thinking about this. How could this possibly be... (laughs) How could Batman have anything... Uh, no way could Batman take out Superman. But, of course, then you got to remember that kryptonite. So... Which, uh... I know, still agree with you. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, Batman... Superman doesn't even have a car. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need a car. He just flies around. Right. Batman has all those cool... He's things. got great toys. So, you know, you, you, these are things you thought about when you were a kid. You know, little boys. Which, if I wanted to be a superhero... Which one would I be? Well, Batman's got the car, the boat, the helicopter. I don't know if he's—is there a bat plane? I don't know. So I think he's got to have one. So, but Superman, you know, let's face it, Superman can go back in time. So ultimately, if you're a uh, Back to the Future guy and you thought about that—that that, you know, Superman could keep going counterclockwise through the uh, space-time continuum and get the Earth to spin backwards and then. He theoretically could could stop Batman from being born. So, these are... <laughs> That'll fix them! <laughs> Get those wonderful toys. <laughs> Jack Nicholson, that was awesome. He was a, all the Batmans, but... So, you saw the movie? Yeah, I'm, I'm... Well, you have sons. You go with your boys? Yeah, we had Sarah and the boys. Was and... it good? It was, a, it was okay, you know... I go I, because, you know, my kids want to go. But Ben Affleck was Batman. So already I was kind of, eh, But he did all right. I mean, it was, it was, it was fine. Kind of a, I've been to, put it this way, I've been to plenty of worse movies. Milk toast. You know, yeah. and, the, and they had uh, Wonder Woman or a version of Wonder Woman. And, uh, th- be great. You're the and, and they set it all up with, uh, who was the Wonder Woman? I, the, you, you know, the some good-looking gal. One Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Yeah. So I, she was great. That was pretty but, good. But uh, setting it all up for a whole League of Justice things. Like, uh, like uh I want to say like the next movie, like they're setting it up to be some kind of a trilogy. I think they're going to have an Aquaman and a, and a Flash Gordon, so the Flash. Yeah. So, you know, it was all right. <laughs> you know, I said to someone, as I was, this conversation came yesterday. And someone else I knew had seen the movie. And I go, no way, Superman or Batman can take Superman. And all I heard the comment was, "You'd be surprised." <laughs> it, it was a good movie, and, I, and I'll say this: now that you're a grandfather to a beautiful baby girl, you're going to be going to a lot of cartoon movies in your future. I'm waiting for Batman versus Clinton in November. We'll be back, Patriot Radio News Hour, on a Friday. Tommy's really bowing heads to pray, daddy's really never go away, oh, oh, grandpa, tell me about <laughs> the good old days. Ah, Ramon, you are sharp as a tack. Grandpa, I'm a grandpa. I can tell my little Emma about the good old days. <laughs> Wait till she hears that. <laughs> that's right out of Batman. Wait till she gets a load of me. <laughs> you see, there was the creature of Jekyll Island. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's movie? good. Remember the movie Grumpy Old Man where Burgess Meredith oh. reading to his granddaughter and he was great. And and little Goldie Goldilocks a Remington semi-automatic. As <laughs> <laughs> a hair trigger. one 800 you are listening to the Patreon Radio News Hour on a Friday. It's Friday the 13th. And it is. Friday it is. Joe, 13th. Joe's, Joe's, well, Joe's a little special. I'm a little upset today. Joe, I come in, he's all grumbly and grumpy. And here's why. The internet site where you can order, where you can just click and order, it's not working, and they told him he changed. You change your credit card. That had process. nothing to do with it. The right. you know, like any good company, you have to pay for services and our, uh, the certificate. Well, they call it an SSL certificate, That's and it's nice and it's guy. really it really what it boils down to is it's the uh, anti fraud and protects your i d and prevent people from hacking into your credit card because i don't when you order online, I have no idea what your credit card number is. I never see it uh, we never get it, we don't know what it is, and we don't know uh outside of what it i don't I couldn't even tell you if it was a visa Mastercard or discover because we only they only show us the last four digits uh but neither here nor there uh it was set to renew last week, and of course we had bought the renewal and uh probably about 10 days ago i noticed where where we look at when all of our stuff you know the website and all this other features that we have on there and all the the dates when they say okay by you know it you got to pay again on this date and that date and i noticed it was still showing the the certificate as expiring last week so i had wendy Cole. And, and they're like, oh, no, no, well, you bought another one and we see it here and and it's going to automatically renew, you're all set. And I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, all right, good enough. You know, that's just how they run their business. And, uh, you know, for like the last three or four days, I haven't gotten a single online order, which that never happened. And probably shame on me because I, I probably should have done it a few days ago uh, but no one even emailed me, though. I thought, you know, some customer may email me saying, hey, you got an issue or this or that, because I truly didn't know. Uh, but but today, I went and, and I found out we've got a problem. And so I called GoDaddy, and the guy answers, you know, they're, they're always very pleasant. And, uh, well, let me see what. going oh, I see you have the renewal. Well, you need to activate it. And I said, excuse me? No, no it's your fault. Right. They told you it was going to renew. So automatically right? renew, which, yeah. why would I have to activate it and just renew it? Right. Right, I paid for it, never said, I said, you know what, we called, and I even, you know. Right, they never told you. So what did it take to activate? You just clicked on it? You had to go do, you know, click here, click there, click that, agree to this, hit accept. That and, quick. And, and well, no, oh, that's what I thought. Oh, okay. Now they just sent me an email saying that they have gotten the renewal. Oh, <laughs> And it will take up to 72 hours for it to be active. So sometime between now and Sunday, you'll be able to order online and everything is fine. Well, if you're having a problem with that, we apologize. I I, apologize because it's the first time I've had to renew it uh, because we had signed up when we originally went online several years ago. Uh, I had it go for a bunch, and this was the first time we've ever renewed the certificate. So now I know. Next time it won't happen. So people can just go online and order. You know that now that the the new uh, automobiles they're making, the new 2016 models, you can download a credit card into your car, and yeah. So and it, and it has an RFID It actually broadcasts. So you can pull into a parking meter. It's and, it's working now. Oh, it is. Yeah, you're up and okay. Uh, we're up and working. So if you want to point and click and order, have at it. All fixed. Well, let's run i uh, I'm Sorry special. <laughs> <laughs> let's make it worth their while to go online in order. So You think about that when we're on the air. But now I think people could just pull the, their car in front of Patriot in order. I think you need to set that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know, like to you know, pay with your phone right. and all this other stuff. You just pull up in front of the door. Boop. There you go. There's you know, as sale. soon as I get you out of here... I'm gonna put in a drive through window. Are you right on the side <laughs> on there. The side. You know? You can order the number one, the number two, the number you can supersize it. That's pretty good. I like that. So you know, that'd be great to have like imagine just going to the drive in liquor store. Uh, give me three quarts of scotch. <laughs> just charge it to my Prius. Charge it. To- <laughs> out you go. You know, believe it or not, the more the more things change, the more they stay the same. My dad could actually call Herb Drinkwater, who ended up being the mayor of Scottsdale. But this was in the 60s, remember? And I was, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old. North Scottsdale had a population of 10. And he could actually call the liquor store and go, Herb, I'm sending the kid up in the El Dorado. Give him a fifth of cutty and a loaf of bread. ha, <laughs> You could just drive it right through, and they throw it. You know it that absolutely. They put it on the account. And now, my cool. parents didn't smoke, but uh, when I was younger, you could still do that my, in Jamesville, which is a little town, the little corner store uh, where I grew up. It's no longer there, but nonetheless, you could go in and say, "Hey, my mom needs a pack of cigarettes." And they knew what you oh, know. Yeah. They knew exactly who you were, who your mother was. What. What smoke she smoked! in. it's before everything. Just be, it was the world was so much. You better. could actually go out and get a job the same day, walk to a job site, yeah, right, hired. and get hired right on the spot. You know, you didn't have to fill out something online, take a personality profile, a credit score. <laughs> <laughs> you get paid nothing. Right. You get paid the equivalent of about eighteen cents an hour, about what you get at seven dollars. Is what you got back then. Yeah, you're right. You know, I was at Walmart. I hate Walmart. I just, you know, you go into it there. I hate going into it, but, you know, it's a necessity of life. You, you have to. You have to, and I hate it. And there's, I count them, 28 registers and four open. And out of the four, two of them don't have anyone at them. You know, you got to. Right, the self-checkout. Right. And I'm like, it's just ridiculous. I you know? never could understand why they all the don't care how self-... many people right. are online. Why aren't all the self-checkouts open? If It's been self-checkout. I know. I hate it. So that's the new world. But anyway, I'm standing line. I don't. I refuse to use those self checkers. I'm standing line. There's a guy. I, I mean, he looks like he he's gonna expire any minute. A frail old guy standing in front of me. I thought he's gonna tip over. I mean, really? he was the cashier. No, no. He's a, he's <laughs> maybe he was a greeter. I don't know. Right. But he wants a pack of smokes. Oh. What an ordeal that has to be. He doesn't have any ID to prove his age. (laughs) And he's trying to tell him that that he left his driver's license in his car, which is out in the parking lot. The guy moves at glacier speed. (laughs) By the time he gets out to the parking lot and back, he'll probably be 80, you know, one, at another year. And the clerk would not give him a pack of cigarettes. Apparently, the cash register locks you out and you have to slide the ID or something. So, let me tell you, when the computer age goes bad, it really goes bad. I mean, yesterday, they got 3,000 pieces of luggage backed up <laughs> at the Phoenix International <laughs> Airport. <Force>. <laughs> 3,000! Now, this is the, the world that we live in today. You talk about idiocracy. They couldn't scan them for the bombs. Because the computer was broken. Right. So instead of like, well, all right, let's open them up and look at them or sniff them or whatever, you know. Get Fido over here. To right. They, they didn't say anything to anybody. They didn't tell the people when you're flying to Schenectady, you're, you're like <laughs> We'll not be there. No, they're not coming. They're not. We're not putting them, even putting them on the plane. Nobody got told. You, you know what they ended up doing? I don't know if you know what they ended up they doing. They trucked them. They yeah. trucked them. To Other Las Vegas and San Diego and maybe Tucson to... I mean, unbelievable. Can you imagine if you're going on vacation or your honeymoon or, or your wedding and your stuff didn't show up? But these are the geniuses that run this thing. Now, this is the decision they had to make. Somebody had to go, hey, you know, the baggage screening thing ain't working. What do we do? Um, well, don't tell anybody.
1: Okay, okay, number one, right, right. That's
0: the first. Don't thing. tell anybody, and we'll just stick them in the Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they came up with. So here's for you know three thousand pieces of luggage. You understand? I mean, you're talking about you know freight loads of luggage. You know, football field of luggage. You know, the funny thing is, is I don't even know how long they've been in place now, but fifteen years give or take, right? Somewhere well, after nine eleven, right? Yeah. And I would, man, I'm going to go with the, you know, how many pieces of luggage have they actually found a bomb in? I'm going to go with probably zero. Well, I know. Right? At Sky Harbor. I, right. I know they've found some guns. Cause <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> One of my buddies was. We know somebody that. I don't get it. And then they come on. Yeah, they have the TSA spokesman. She's a real beauty. You know, dealing with the government employees is so much fun. And she's like, well, you know, think about it. Here's they're telling you. Don't, you know, check your luggage. And pay the 25 bucks or whatever and don't carry anything on. Now, they, 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 the excuse they come up with, they tell you, oh, well, if it's important to you, you should carry it on. <laughs> That's what she said. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So now it's my fault. It's my fault. How many people wouldn't have got on the plane? Why didn't they just go, our luggage system is broke? Do you want to get on the plane? You're going, your luggage isn't. They didn't tell them. I wonder what, you have no recourse, right? No, your luggage will show up right when you're done with your vacation. I mean, the, <laughs> but I'm just saying, if if you knew it, would you have any recourse to tell the airline, well, then I want a refund? I you? want a refund, I'm not going. Unless you're flying, I don't know, you know, somewhere on vacation, all your, or at least tell people, hey, listen, the luggage thing is broken. If you need something critically, go get go it. Go get it, yeah. right? You, they could have done that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that something? Leave it be. Get your lazy behind out here and put that trunk up in the back. Oh, no, no, the word, we've got it. It's very heavy. She don't mind. She's short and skinny, but she's strong. (laughs) Planes, trains, and automobiles. (laughs) That's it. I mean, the luggage. I, I don't get it. Boy, they got a lot of nerve, don't they? They just don't care. We don't care. We don't have to. We're the government. If you were in Chicago O'Hare Airport yesterday, you were two hours what in line. What is going on? Seriously. You know, the whole world's afraid of themselves. That's the problem. We've we lost our sense of humor. You know, I remember flying on Southwest Airlines in the 90s, and they encouraged their flight attendants to act up, literally. Yeah, be smart. Yeah, be, smart guys. Yeah, stand up, joke, make comments, laugh. Guys used to do impersonations. It was hilarious. Come on, like the pilot, you know, and your George Bush. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this plane just might go to Texas. <laughs> I mean, and it was fun. Flying was fun. Not anymore. Of course, you could drink and smoke. Too. <laughs> I'll tell little Emma about all of this. Don't worry about it one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Imagine graduating from college in 2016. This is the year of our Lord, and you've got a college degree in your hand, and you're listening to a former Secretary of State. You've got a Harvard degree, and they've brought him in to speak to you. And if you're a blue-blood Harvard, chances are most likely that you come from a long lineage of people that were willing to fight and die for this country. Grandfathers, great grandfathers, people that were, you know, Marines, Navy, Army, Air Force, that either did or would have given their life to protect the United States. The former Secretary of State has the gall to stand up and tell you you're going to live in a world without borders. What you think about that? This is what we've come down to. And this is what, the, people can't figure out what's really going on in this world, because when I saw, heard that statement, and I read the transcript of the speech, it made me want to vomit. That this is the new paradigm, the new world, the new order, the new globalism. And I remember when I started this company, when George Bush Seniors uttered the words, the new world order. And he said it didn't matter if it was computer chips or potato chips, a lot of people paid attention. Nobody commented on that speech. Good luck to to the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday. Thanks for tuning in. We're the blind, leads the stupid. We're happy to have you here. Speaking of Secretary of State John Kerry, he met with senior exec- executives in Europe's largest banks yesterday to reassure them about doing business in Iran. The meeting in London was part of the controversial recent effort by United States officials to promote investment in Iran in support of the nuclear deal that took effect in January, brokered by Obama. European countries have been moving quickly to reestablish ties to sell Iran everything from consumer goods to aircraft. But efforts to bring banks into the picture has been a little bit more complicated. The U.S. and other world powers agreed to lift Most of the sanctions on Iran, by the way, they still are threatening to blow us out of the water, as part of the January deal brokered by, well, you know who. But the Treasury still bars Iran, get this, from using the United States financial system. You know, the uh, SWIFT wire system? Yeah, the payment system for the uh, countries around the globe. That miraculously just got hacked again (laughs) Again, for the second time. time. Yep, you can't, and Iran can't use the American dollar. What are these? Oh, probably Euros, that would be my guess. Chinese renminbi. Red you NB. Know? Yeah, Because the Redbacks, the Chinese just ran right in there on this deal. Let, let, let's really call it what it is. Iran hasn't bought anything from the United States in a long time, so all of these things really are meaningless to them. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. The oil dollars, you had to have... That's so interesting. You had to had to trade at one point have U.S. dollars to do an oil transaction. Yeah, that was what Bretton Woods was all about. Right. I mean, that's the that was what really what we won for uh, winning World War Two, which was okay. Now you have to buy everything in dollars. Right now, the Renimbi is taking the place of the dollar as the world's reserve currency. Of course, the uh, Chinese. I mean, little by little are starting to come in here and buy up real estate. You see the. I'll tell you, I I would love to know if we if they would. And I've never been able to see where if they would break out the foreign buyers of U.S. real estate. What do you mean? So you could get a better picture of oh, who's actually yeah, who who's really buying the the homes that are selling. Well, you know, the first they came in and they wanted to buy up all our gravel pits and mines and buy up the timber, and now they're buying the uh, core. You know. And they're in, buying plenty of corporations. Right. Indirected corporate farming, which is all there is now, you know, the, the American family farm's been decimated. It's only seven percent of what it was in the sixties. So you look at all this, you know, and, and again, I, I think that's an issue, you know, really do you want the communists controlling the heartland of America, America's food supply? But of course I'm a right wing wacko extremist and you know, don't worry about it. The communists are now our friends. You know. No one ever brings up the when I was a kid. They, when, when Nixon went to China, they, they said red China. They always used to say red China. Remember, they come on and, this is Walter Cronkite. Well, you and know, Nixon the, is in red China. <laughs> Think about this. I mean, we are drifting, and drifting is probably not the right word, because we're very quickly heading in the communist direction. Well, so doesn't it make sense that, hey, you know what, they're not that bad. Those communists, they're not that bad. Secretary of State, Kerry. Borderless work? right? They're not that bad. Well, if that's the case, really, you know, if it's borderless, <laughs> I mean, I think Mexico really might feel different, you know, right? <laughs> they, they they talk about like the uh, the media controls everything in China. It's about the same thing here, right? We only got three or four real, true media outlets. Everything's mass controlled, and and uh, you know, the, the government we, we issue checks to half the population. Why not? Well, it be interesting if Donald Trump gets elected, if you own real estate in Southern California, Arizona, Southern New Mexico, or Texas. So give me your thoughts. Let's <laughs> talk about this. So Donald Trump gets elected. How many illegals? Is it? 50 million? Nobody knows. How many are here? Fif- how many come in? It's 50 million. That's how many think are here. And I'll tell you, you don't really realize that I talked about this a couple weeks ago, but... How prevalent they are here. I mean, it's just to us, it's just normal. Absolutely, they we, are. We don't even think twice about. It. They're omnipotent. They're everywhere. You don't even think I mean, there's, anything there's about it. Huge parts of the city where that's the uh, that's in a heavy history. Well, why arrest them? I know because they, they're just cool. going to release them anyway. So they have no insurance. You've been hit what twice? Twice, twice. <laughs> Joe's been hit twice, both with times with illegals with no insurance. Their cars are totaled. They got Joe. They're right. They got okay. Your driver's license, insurance. These guys have nothing. You're like, where are they going? They just let them go. They just walk away. We'll have the car towed. You're not getting anything. They don't care. They the care. cop's doesn't care. I'm sorry. Hey, but that's what you have insurance for. That's what the cop. One cop told. You. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's for. So now, so let's say they deport 50 million of them. (laughs) All right, what's the official word? 10 million? 12. 12 million. 12 is the official, and we know that's not true, but 12 is the official. Well, 5 million of them are within 100 miles of here. (laughs) I mean, it feels like it. So could you imagine what would happen to the city of Phoenix, real estate? market? We'd have a lot of affordable housing. Yeah, Yeah. A lot of it. So, and, of course, they build the wall up. They put the wall. I have, I've been thinking about it. Okay? I don't think we should deport. If I was Donald Trump, I would say, we're not going to deport you. We're going to send you to the New Mexico. New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> so we can run a wall from the Pacific Ocean along California, Arizona. We get to New Mexico, we'll just run it up on the Arizona, Colorado, back down, Texas, and then we'll just herd them all in there. <laughs> But we want to tell them this is the New Mexico. <laughs> We're not going to the old. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> I think that's why they built it. Nobody gives a crap about New Mexico and the liberals. <laughs> <laughs> and the liberals that are already there, you know, in Taos and, uh, you know, Santa Fe, they won't care either. So just there you go. Let's get them all into New Mexico. I think Donald Trump will have some. Then the developers... The problem is that'll be one of the most populous states in the country. We make a fortune. Building houses and everything it would be a huge business. But once they're in there, that's, now we can control So. And then it just anyone that tries to sneak in, as they come to the fence, they just keep walking, and they're like, "Hey, there's no fence here." Just leads them into New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm on to something. If you're listening, Donald, I tell you, Vincente Fox listens because I asked the question, "How many illegals are here?" And, and literally two days later, he asked the same question. So, but you know what? Now he wants to be friends with Donald. Trump. Oh yeah, he does. You know why? Because he's gonna win. He wants that fence contract. <laughs> Wait a minute, there's money to be made <laughs> <That's> here. <right. laughs> I want to build that wall. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Speaking of Mexico, $20 billion a year. Donald Trump wants to get on this as well. $20 billion a year is sent to Mexico in a... Re- you know, it's funny, we talked about this uh, uh, probably about a month ago. One of the things, you know, we, we talk about trade deficit, that's... That's, what trade deficit means is that's money that leaves the United States, that never comes back. Right. And you're talking about about a, half a trillion dollars a year. And then we touched on this remittance where all of these people come over here, and then they send money back home It just leaves the country. We'll talk about that next. To it out in New Mexico One night my weary feet did go So I stopped that night in town <laughs> There's a story You had to fish for that one, Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Marty Robin? I'm going to tell you right now. You just never know on Friday what's going to happen. You, got you really don't know. So, so yeah, they send $20 billion a home in remittance. So, so think about this. So we lose half a trillion dollars a year just in trade just with mexico and we know you know when we try to try to say you know when we talk about illegal aids, everyone just says mexican and we know it's a whole lot more than just me- me- people from mexico coming there. but just mexico alone this one country twenty billion dollars a year leaves the united states right So on top of trade deficits on top of uh, budget deficits, on top of all the deficits, now the money that you know these people are supposed to be good for the—that right, that was supposed to be GDP for America. All right, supposed to stay in here. No. Now you think about what I just told, told you yesterday about just twenty-five million foreign-born workers are working in the United States. That's something. So you start thinking about how much money really is it. Between trade deficit and, and re, re, what do they call it, remittance? Remittances. Now, here, I got a conundrum for you. Now, when I was a kid, if you really wanted something cheap, if you wanted firecrackers, switchblades, you know, go down uh, sombreros, leather boots, hats, any garment, you went to Mexico, and it was worth You could go to Nogales, right. go to Tijuana, you could get anything. You could go to Rocky Point. And it was pennies on the dollar. Pennies. Not anymore. You know now, the, you live in a border town in Mexico, you can get a shopping visa to come here. And they interviewed the people. Like, if you want to go to Walmart, they would only let you go like 50 miles. Now they'll let you go 100 so you can come in from Nogales and go all the way to Casa Grande <laughs> so you can get to the outlet malls. And they interviewed it because things are cheaper in the United States for them. I don't know how that happened. How's that possibly happen? Are we the new Well, person? you know what we do? We go down there to buy the prescription drugs right right cuz all the elderly you know they 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 part of another one of the issues that was brought up where the, gov, the where our government and the drug companies have decided that we need to pay for everybody else and deliberately cause us to pay more for every single drug than any other country anywhere in the world so these guys can have profits and go on wall street and then pretend that there is some corporation in Ireland and they, we got to go down there and buy that just as fair. I mean, that's fair. They should come here and buy stuff. I mean, we're remitting $20 billion down there. I think, you know, Obama, he's going to fly around the world and apologize. He should fly to Mexico and apologize for us crashing our dollar. Because we used to get like 10 million pesos to the dollar. <laughs> you know, I like going down there. You can have steak, lobster, and a case of Corona for a dollar 50 can <laughs> Can't do that anymore. So yeah. it's just like going to Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Right. Remember you go to Vegas you could eat for a dollar, two dollars. If you wanted to go all out as maybe four ninety nine, that's gone. Yeah, well that's when the mob ran it. Yeah. You know, when the mob ran it, they didn't care if the if the uh the restaurant made money. Matter of fact they just wanted it to lose money, because they knew. They didn't need to make money on the hotel, they didn't need to make money on food, they didn't need to make money nothing. on booze, parking, nothing. And then, you know, because they knew where it was made. It was made on the casino floor. And if you played, they won. And then, of course, corporate America got a hold of it. Everything. Oh, yes, we have to make money. And uh, everything has to, you know, make money. Every department where you get fired. Ah, the good old days. I'll tell that to Emma, baby Emma. (laughs) (laughs) And you get prime rib for like 99 cents Right. You couldn't eat it. I mean, it was hanging off the plate. It took two waitresses to deliver it. Forget about it. Yeah, well, it was pretty fun. Now you get nothing. Pension funds have found a way, maybe, to make money in America. Calpers, the largest. That's the California California pension fund, which guess, is guess what they decided desperate for cash. Where they're going to put their money? Stock market, mutual funds, no bonds. Uh-uh. You ready for this one? Here's the new world, ladies and gentlemen. Toll roads. They're going to build a toll road, CalPERS, in Indiana. And this is coming. You're not going to be able to go anywhere in this country. Why? Because the government pension Well, well think about investment. it, right? All the, the gasoline tax can't pay for the infrastructure. You know, Donald Trump's talking about how bad the infrastructure of this country is. And, and somehow, somebody's got to pay for it. Yep, that's how they're going to do it. So the pension funds are going to build it, and then they're going to get a piece of it. Now, we're not talking chump change here. We have a customer, probably listening today, in Kansas, who I've been to his home. He has the longest driveway I've ever seen. It's about 18 miles. You thought it was a (laughs) toll road. (laughs) He has an 18-mile-long driveway. That's a big piece of property. And through the middle of this gigantic piece of property is a little thing called the Kansas Turnpike. (laughs) And as the farmers, if they had to take the land and buy the land, his grandfather, I don't know when they did that, where, the 30s, 40s, 50s? When nobody lived there. Right. And uh, his grandfather did not want to sell the land. He decided, instead of taking a check, that he would just take a nickel a car for the rest of his life, for the rest of the days, I don't know, 100 years He's got the nickel a car that has crossed the turnpike. So if you've ever driven the turnpike, one nickel went to that ranch. You think they got any money? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you ever hear your grandparents? That's another one for Emma. Wish I had a nickel for every car. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I was talking about all the things you never hear anymore. You never hear that anymore. No, you don't hear that. So... I actually have a customer has a nickel for every car that drove across the turnpike that his great grandfather put together. So, oh, yeah, that's great. So there's a toll roads for you. You know, how you can tell if you're getting ripped off in the gold and silver business. If you're getting ready to do business in, from a, an ad that shows pictures of security guards. <laughs> that was my favorite. There's one in the paper today, and they have—they always show the silver, and the guy's wheeling it, and there's a the big vault behind them. and there's like 10 security guards. And they're all standing there with their guns like, oh yeah, this is, you can buy an ounce of silver from these nice people for $57. So silver's already taken out its all-time high in the newspaper this morning. I had to laugh at that. I shipped $1 million of gold out of here with me and Joe and a pair of tennis shoes. (laughs) We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. It's Friday. Final segment. We're having a good time. I hope you are, too. Stay with us. I love that, man. Great song, Ramon. You do such a good job. Thanks to everybody that gets this show out uh, Colorado. You guys do a great Cody up there. You do a great job. Guy just called in and said, hey, what happened to Jack Daniels Friday? <laughs> well, we were going to broadcast in Colorado and call it Panama Red Friday. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> i Guy Friday. I don't know. I like it. So, I don't know. I'm like Hamburger Helper. So I like what you said first. We drank it. We that's drank. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> we're out. You guys want to order and bring in? You used to, God, they used to bring remember remember all, that. Just a whiskey used to pile. No, up that's, that was part of the... of the reason we had to stop it. We had a collection of... <sighs> See where we're at this year as opposed to last year. I mean, I know election years are tough. Retail sales just get pounded down 5% from where we were a year ago. You, you know what's funny, though? They came out today and tried to say, Retail sales right. were up uh, in uh, April. They, of course, they forgot, to, and we've been on the retail story. By the way, Nordstrom's and Pennies came out with earnings between uh, today or yesterday and today. Yeah, someone needs to tell these guys. It's bad. Rail shipments down 17% from where they were a year ago. Capital investment off 24%. Auto sales have peaked and now falling. They were looking for a record year. Not going to happen. And they finance anybody who's breathing. I mean, it's it's amazing. Freight shipments down, luxury sales. God, who was it? Calvin Klein? Is that who it was? Just got pounded, or Fossil? Got and you name it. All of them. It, it 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 really is, and it's one of those things where they can't even now say that the high end stores are doing well. But Burger King, they got it figured out. Did you see that? Burger King now in Finland has put a spa in one of their stores. I did not see? you yeah. see that? That's their new business model. So you can come in. They actually have a fifteen. 15- but- Go ahead. Do they have ten nuggets for a dollar forty nine? Well I'll tell you what they got. They got a fifteen person sauna inside a Burger King. I don't know. Maybe in you know, Finland they like to take a lot. First you take the sauna, then you roll in the snow. <laughs> now that's you, not so far. That's not sounding that attractive no, to me. Especially you're in there no one's got any clothes on. You're like, hey, is that a whopper? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't think I really want to do that, to be honest with you. So Wow. The, uh, God, the world we're in today Think about it, Final Thought heading into the weekend You know, we've been listening to all the p- political speeches And a lot of people, Stockman And people talking about recessions And the Great Depression that we've just come through That we're not out And I think of the, of the lessons I marketed to a lot of people And then my father, one of them as well Taught me lessons that survived the Great Depression And the biggest lesson in the Depression Was don't go into debt That's what they used to tell us Don't go into debt unless you can get out of it In other words, you're going to have to have enough money down. If you're going to have to take debt, you would be able to sell the asset in in the worst of times and still be able to get out of it. And you know what? Nobody learned that in this lesson. Now the rebound buyers want back in, the 3% down, the no credit score, bad credit score, car deals, the whole thing. Nobody learned a damn thing from any of this. They really didn't. And they they say the biggest section, section now is the rebound buyers, people that lost homes. Now the government's put together a program. If you got a foreclosure, they'll give you up to twenty grand down to buy another house. (laughs) it's the worst. Sorry, twenty grand. Uh huh. It's amazing. I know. I know you got wiped out. We're sorry. Nobody. I mean, there were no lessons learned. The bankers got bailed out. Everybody got bailed out. I'm telling you, if you don't have any hard assets put away in something that's real and tangible, if this hits again, there'll be nothing left. Sea to shining sea. I think you should take the time, go to All American Gold, and click on an order and buy something. That's just my thought. God bless everybody. Joe, thank you for letting me on your great program. Thanks for allowing me here. I'm a grandfather, and I might be able to teach you a thing or two. God bless everybody. Have a good weekend.